I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. You can also join me weekdays for my live radio broadcast on 670 AM KMZQ in Las Vegas, 9 AM to 10 AM. Interesting story that has developed over the weekend involving Scarlett Johansson, transgenders, and a columnist. It's been really interesting to see. Now, if you're like me, you don't really care about Scarlett Johansson. I mean, she's talented. She's beautiful. We know that. I don't really care about celebrities too much. But an interesting little thing has happened that reminds me of the situation I dealt with last year with the intolerant crowd. Scarlett Johansson was cast in a movie. She was supposed to play Dante Tex Gill, a transgender man. Now, I'm going to be rude here and say I still don't understand whether you're a transgender man or woman or how you start. I don't understand it. When somebody says transgender man, do they mean you were a woman to begin with and now you're a man? I don't get it. Anyway, the movie was called Rub and Tug, and it was based on a true story. Now, Scarlett Johansson, obviously a very talented woman. And she was going to star in this movie. Well, one particular transgender actress spoke out about it and was picking on her. Her name is Trace Lissette. And once again, I don't know if you're a male or female who plays Shay on some kind of show called Transparent, went on Twitter and said, and not only do you play us and steal our narrative and our opportunity, but you pat yourselves on the back with trophies and accolades for mimicking what we have lived. So twisted. I'm so done. And as you can imagine, the intolerant crowd jumped on top of it. And the next thing you know, Scarlett Johansson decided to respectfully pull out of the movie. Which she has a right to do. I think that was the wrong decision. But ultimately, you know, hey, listen, if they don't want you, they don't want you. Okay. Then there was a columnist by the name of Daniela Greenbaum, who's been writing for a while for publications like Business Insider. And she wrote a column on this topic. And she discussed the fact, and it's a very legitimate point, that actors portray people they're not all the time. I mean, you've got people who are black in the play Hamilton portraying white people. You've got people in the Book of Mormon who are portraying non-Mormons. I mean, this goes on all day, every day. There are a lot of male actors who portrayed transgenders and even females in the past who have portrayed transgender people in various movies. That's what actors do. They portray people they're not, right? Remember when Halle Berry got very ugly for that movie Monster's Ball? She's a gorgeous woman. Had to be hard for her to look bad, but she did in parts of Monster's Ball because that's what she wanted to portray. I mean, this goes on all the time. This is what actors do. So Daniela Greenbaum wrote a column about this and Believe it or not, Business Insider, who she was writing for at the time, initially published it and then got backlash from some of their employees, and then they pulled it without, of course, giving her an explanation. Now, a couple of the things that Daniela said in her column that ultimately was published by the Weekly Standard, she mentioned it's hard to imagine people having the same reaction in other scenarios. A rich actor being hired to play a poor person, an actor whose real-life parents were still living, being hired to play an orphan. She's right. This is what actors do. A New York Times story on the fallout described the online backlash, listen to this, as being led by transgender actors who argued that such casting decisions take opportunities away from members of marginalized communities. Well, here's the thing. I know this is a deep point, so I'll say it slowly. When companies hire actors to play roles in movies. One of the reasons they hire them is because A, they're talented, also B, they're a big name. Scarlett Johansson is a big name. A lot more people would probably go see a movie she was in portraying something completely different than she is than some transgender actor nobody's ever heard of. Do you want to get the message out or don't you? Anyhow, so Business Insider decided to pull this article and she was ultimately published by the Weekly Standard. 
Now, the Washington Post is putting out information and saying that, oh, it's really not the way it seems. It's not a war on free speech. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a war on free speech because you've got the intolerant people coming after you for having an opinion. I see articles every single day online, all day, every day, that I don't agree with. And I might read the headline, I might read a paragraph or two, and I might skip it. But most of them I don't agree with. Even some people on the right I don't agree with. And I just move on with my life. I have never one time in my entire life sent an email to a website demanding that they take an article off that I didn't agree with. I just keep moving. And by the way, I see articles on left-leaning and right-leaning sites that I don't necessarily agree with, assessments of certain people or certain situations or whatever. You just move on. But this young lady's now understanding what it's like to have to deal with the uh, LGBTQRST folks who are just vicious. Now, not all of them are. Obviously, most gay people just want to be left alone and live their lives and have successful situations. And I don't understand the trans community. I just don't. How can I? I'm not a transgender person. I don't get it. I don't understand what a transgender man means. I guess that means you are walking around like a man and used to be a woman. I don't understand it. I really don't. And here's the bottom line. Most people don't. Most human beings don't understand what it's like when they don't know if you're a male or female. Interestingly, a video came out a couple of weeks ago that was shot from the roof of the Mandalay Bay during the mass shooting October 1st. And I'm not exactly sure why, but during that video that went on for like 20 minutes, you could hear a conversation between a cab driver and the people who were injured who ran into her cab. And apparently they were telling her about what happened. They said there were hundreds of people dead, which of course we know wasn't true ultimately, but they thought there were hundreds of people dead and they were panicked and they got into her cab and it was a whole conversation. And the cab driver at first didn't take it very seriously and then she started to understand the gravity of the situation. But what most people didn't pick up on was a couple of times during the cab ride, the cab driver had to remind people that she was a woman. I don't know what the cab driver looked like, but apparently people in the cab thought she was a man. If people think you're a man because you look like a man and dress like a man, I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't make you a bad person, but you do have to understand that people aren't going to know how to address you. And I got to be honest, I am running into this situation more and more, everywhere from fast food drive-ins to restaurants and stores I go to. Now, is it my business what's underneath your skirt or your pants? No, I don't want to know. But sometimes you're kind of in a pickle because you want to say, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. You don't really know how to address people. And it's getting to be more and more common. And you're simply going to have to understand that if you don't look like the norm, it's going to be difficult for people to be able to address you correctly, to understand how to actually... I don't know, interact with you. They're just not going to know it because they don't understand your world. So these people, when I say these people, I'm talking about the activists who are constantly screaming about acceptance, have to understand that what they're doing is out of the mainstream and you're just not going to get acceptance from everybody and not everybody's going to know how to address you. He, she, sir, ma'am, we don't know. And now we've got the schools, of course, going to put the teachers on the skewer if they don't address a child appropriately, depending on whether the kid feels like a man or a woman. And these are the kind of things that are happening. Now listen to this. This was out of Florida. There's a Planet Fitness that's in Leesburg, Florida. 
that's according to the Liberty Council, has violated Florida law and its own policy by allowing a man to sexually harass females in the woman's locker room. But listen to this. They terminated a woman's membership because she objected. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was intimidated by and complained about the behavior of Jordan Rice in the woman's locker room. Rice claims to be transgender, but is obviously a man, and his behavior indicates he derives enjoyment, according to the Liberty Council, from depriving women of privacy. He was dressed in gray sweatpants and a tank top. He was standing in the women's locker room facing the mirror and pretending to apply makeup. Mrs. H., this woman in question, needed to use the restroom and politely asked him to leave. Instead, he smirked and watched her in the mirror where he had a full view of every woman entering or exiting the shower and locker area. He remained there for at least an hour to intentionally deny her the privacy she desired. The Planet Fitness staff permitted Rice to monopolize a woman's locker room, according to Liberty Council, and impede Mrs. H.'s rightful use of it. Wow. She then called 911. And he chased this woman into the parking lot, and she complained that she'd been sexually harassed because she asked him to leave. This man, apparently, this man who's an actual man, has been involved in other incidents with women at this location. One woman reported he exposed his naked body in the woman's locker room. He was also involved in an argument with another woman over the use of a tanning room. You know what? Here's the bottom line. This has to stop. I haven't been to Target in probably nine, could be close to ten years because of their stupid bathroom policies and their stupid politics. And I can tell you, just for myself, Target has lost thousands of dollars from me because I used to be there every week buying all kinds of things. And every time I'd go in for some stupid thing, I'd wind up buying a pillow, an outfit, this and that and the other, you know, sweatsuit, pajamas, whatever. I was a Target frequently. I liked the store. Not anymore. I haven't been there in, like I said, probably 10 years. This is the thing that people are dealing with now. They, they don't want to have to go into a bathroom or a dressing room and have to deal with a man. Now, when I go to the gym, generally I go and swim. I don't change at the gym. I don't like taking my clothes off in front of women or men. I don't want to do it. I didn't like it in junior high, and I don't like it now. So I'm not going to do that. I walk through there with my bathing suit on, and I go home and change out of my bathing suit, but that's me. But I walk through the women's locker room, and there are women just standing there naked as a jaybird, and they don't care who sees them. And it's a little uncomfortable for me. I just think it's odd. I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying the women are wrong, but I'm just a little more self-conscious about that kind of thing and always have been. So women do it. But if a man's in there, sorry, the man's not supposed to be in there. And if you go to the gym where I go, as you walk out into the pool area, it will say, there's a big sign, co-ed bathing area, swimsuits required. Well, if that's the case, then they should keep men out of the locker room too, obviously. But you're emboldening the freaks by tolerating this junk in the name of political correctness because you want to kowtow to a certain community. Listen, there are all kinds of groups who have their own particular gym. You want to have a transgender gym? Then have a transgender gym and let everybody guess whether you're a male or female. I mean, this is just getting insane. Matt Staver from the Liberty Council says, Planet Fitness is endangering women by allowing men to sexually harass them in the women's facilities and punishing those who object. Once again, kowtowing to virtually no one in the population. This is the thing that's so upsetting about this, besides the free speech implications and all of that. The big issue is this is a teeny, teeny, tiny percentage of the population. And they are winning. You talk about tyranny of the minority. 
And we keep backing up, backing up, backing up because we don't want to be called intolerant. We don't want anyone to think we don't accept everybody. Well, the bottom line is everybody's not entitled to acceptance. Certainly there are people who deserve to have their civil rights protected and nobody should be made fun of because they go into a situation and nobody knows that they're a man or a woman. But the fact is people are going to say, sir, ma'am, that's the society we live in. So if you want to live outside of that, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to maybe find your own facilities at this point. And Daniela Greenbaum, I feel sorry for you, young woman. I really do. Because now you're understanding what a buzzsaw it is coming up against the LGBTQRST whatever community. They have no tolerance. They are not interested in your point of view or your freedom to write about anything. And it's an absolute fact what she said about the issue of actors portraying somebody else every single day. That's what they do. And here's another point. The truth is not changed because somebody doesn't like it. Been there, done that, sister. Been there, done that. And the fact that someone doesn't accept what I say or anybody else says doesn't make it any less true. Stand strong, Daniela. There are people behind you, and I'm one of them. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me for my weekday show, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my latest book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowback, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. You can get that at Amazon. On this morning's show, we're going to talk to an expert on Yucca Mountain because, as you may know, there are talks of reopening the possibility of having nuclear waste stored at Yucca Mountain. I say put it to a vote. We'll talk about that. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.